People of Note on Fine Music Radio is proudly brought to you each week at this time by Peter Turin Productions. Fine Music Radio and this is Rodney Trojan welcoming you to this week's edition of People of Note. Now, you may or may not know that the Cape Town Big Band Jazz Festival is about to open on the 25th of May to the 28th of May. And this was founded by the late Dennis Barr way back in 1999, and the funds raised went towards community projects. Five big bands performed that evening, and the event was a great success. So since then, the Jazz Festival has grown to a four-night festival, showcasing 24 big bands from schools, colleges, universities and the local community, as well as introducing national and international professional musicians. They organize the alumni big band, and on a number of occasions they've showcased overseas clinicians who are professional musicians who participate, as well as undertaking various music workshops at schools. And interestingly, the monies raised from the festival are utilized for various initiatives, especially in disadvantaged communities. And at present, the festival, as you'll hear, is supporting numerous schools in their endeavors to provide its learners, by and large consisting of youth at risk with music education, and also donating musical instruments and so on. So the current director of the Cape Town Big Band Jazz Festival is Anne Barr, uh, Dennis Barr's widow. And welcome to the studio. Welcome to Fine Music Radio. Hello, Rodney. Nice to meet you, and thank you for having me on your program. This sounds like a, a major success story, this Big Band Jazz Festival, 1999 to now. And from four bands, five bands, 24 big bands, it obviously has gone from strength to strength over the years. Yes, as you say, um, we first started with five bands and it wasn't really set out to be a big band jazz festival. We just wanted a few music groups from a number of schools to come and join in the fun for that one evening. And it just snowballed from there. All of a sudden schools were wanting to have big bands yes. and can we come and perform? So for a couple of years, we just did it for two nights and then it's grown, then it went to three and now it's gone to four and people say, what about five? I said, <laughs> no, I think we'll just stick to four. Okay, for and a moment. It's, yeah, so it's quite interesting that it's, um, I suppose in those earlier days, it was quite different because the schools were choirs, classical music and jazz was not on the scene at the schools. So, mm. yes, it was quite exciting. Let's just get the definition right, right at the beginning. And Big Band Jazz Festival, what is special about Big Band? Is it purely the size of the group on stage or I is think it the repertoire? I think it's the, the size of the band. It normally has about 18 musicians. So oh, as big got, as that, 18? Yes, oh, yes. Wow. so you've got your saxophones, your trumpets, your trombones, and your bass, the guitar, and um, piano, and drums, etc. So it's normally about 18. So mm -hmm. does, the, does the repertoire get affected by what you play? No, I don't think so. I think a, a lot of the schools have a smaller bands, and I think they just 
go for it. <laughs> get on with it and go, <laughs> get for, it, it, go yes. for it. Yeah. Which is what it's or all about. Or they make amendments with it, you know. So right, it's right. Um, yeah, it's quite exciting for them. I mean, this year at the festival, there's a couple of schools who don't have a big band, so they have a jazz combo, which is smaller. So it may be ten or twelve musicians playing, and. Um, they just adapt the music to suit what instruments they are playing, which <laughs> is fantastic. And most importantly, yes. uh, enjoy it. Yes. Because there's also a steel band aspect to your life, isn't there? Yes, we produce, or I produce, together with David Wickham. He mm-hmm. does the steel band project in Cape Town. And he approached me if I could assist him put a little mini festival together. Um, to showcase the schools that where he teaches mm-hmm. and mainly the schools where he teaches are out in um, the outlying areas like Rebecca Castile, Harmon oh, really? and uh, Clan William and places like that so he deals with the youth there and so we've done that for 10 years now Gosh. it's just a one night well actually this year it's just a one afternoon we thought we'd try an afternoon program because by the time the children were getting home after the evening, it was, you know, very late for them. So mm-hmm. we're trying this mm-hmm. actually tomorrow. You know, um, where I live, there's a school right opposite me. And very often in the afternoon, I hear them practicing the steel ba- steel thing, steel drums. What are they called? They're actually called steel pans, steel I think. Steel pans. pans, yes. It's a unique sound. And I'm always amazed at what sort of variety of sound and sort of harmony you can get from them. Yes, they, yeah, they're, they're amazing, actually. And, um, Are they easy to play? I wouldn't know. I've never tried one. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I'm not very musically inclined. I mean, I don't play a musical instrument. Okay. Uh, when I was younger, I went to piano lessons, which I enjoyed, but I didn't like the practicing in between. And my mother said, um, this piano is collecting dust. <laughs> and the next minute it was gone. So, oh, But I hear now of people... I mean, my granddaughter was in a school recital concert and she played her first piece to the public and it was stunning. And all the young musicians are great. Mm-hmm. You know, but I you mean you obviously goosebumps. love music? Yes, I, I do like music, yes. Otherwise you wouldn't get involved with a yeah, big band no, festival. No, no. But it wasn't, it wasn't that we started it because I had a love of music. Mm-hmm. As I said, it was just for a, a, to raise some funds for a community project and it just snowballed from there. And I mean, big band jazz was never on my radar. I mean, I liked a bit of pop music. I liked the opera and I liked classical music. But um, big band jazz was not a thing. But yeah, no, it's great. Here you I are. love Look it. At you yeah, now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's hear you about your first piece of music and why you've chosen it. Um, I've chosen Nature Boy by Nat King Cole. Um, that was one of um, Dennis's favourite pieces of music. I'm trying to think of the young lady's name who actually sang that at his uh, memorial service. But that was one of his favourite pieces of music. Very strange and chatted boy They say he wandered very far, very far Over land and sea 
little shy And sad am I But very wise Was he And then one day A magic day he passed my way And while we spoke of many things Fools and kings This he said to me The greatest thing to love and be loved in return Great favourite there by Nat King Cole, Nature Boy, the first choice of my guest on People of Note here on Fine Music Radio this week, Anne Barr, who is the current director of the Cape Town Big Band Jazz Festival, which runs from the 25th to the 28th of May. And I mentioned right at the beginning, and we've spoken about this, that your husband, Dennis, founded the festival in 1999. Tell me a little bit about how it came into being. Was he a jazz performer or or how did he set something up like this no he wasn't a performer he wasn't a musician he liked classical music and he liked opera but he used to enjoy going up to UCT and to listen to the rehearsals of their big band and he used to he used to like talking to Dennis and obviously on one occasion he must have got chatting to Mike Campbell and when this idea struck him for this fundraiser that maybe we should get some music together I'm going to speak to Mike Campbell I said okay so off he went and the next minute he says no I've told him you know what I would like to put together I said oh okay and he says yeah very exciting let's go for it to Dennis mm. and then I said oh so who's putting this together then and he says well we are I said oh really <laughs> so let's go so yes so it just sort of snowballed from there actually but the initial impetus was in fact to raise funds wasn't it yes and uh, that's continued through the years yes. that's been in existence yes you raise funds for communities well the funds that we raise through the ticket sales then that goes to sponsoring a couple of schools for this steel band festival 
and also for the Marimba Festival that we put on, which is also a one-nighter, but that'll only be in September. And then obviously some schools who would like to start a little music, mm -hmm. not big bands or big groups, but s small groups just to get the children interested in music. You know, we've donated um, recorders to one school and a few little other things. So it's actually for that, just to for the kids to have an interest and to get to like music, hopefully, and encourage them to... And do they have teachers at these schools who will help them learn these instruments and learn about the, the sort of concept of a big band? Some of them do, and some of them don't, unfortunately. It's just, you know, or they've got maybe a teacher who is passionate himself about music, but mm. he's not what we would call a music teacher, as you would put in a school. Like a formal Yes, formal a formal one, teacher, yes. yes. But he's got a passion for music, and he's a, maybe a, an amateur musician himself and belongs to a, a small group. And he's keen, so he will, you know, teach the the children how to cope with it, with playing the musical instruments. I want you to repeat the story you told us while we were listening to Nat King Cole there about a teacher at school, because we were talking about how most schools had choirs oh. and classical music, and what happened. Yes, as I said earlier, schools when we first started were mainly classical and classical choirs and, and choirs yes, and things yes. like that. So there was no big band on the scene other than the five smaller bands that played at that mm -hmm. time and we I think it was probably probably about our fifth or our sixth festival that we put together and this one of the heads of the music department came up to me and she said um, you've got a lot to answer for you know and I said oh well, why is that well we were quite happy with our choirs and our classical music I said, uh, oh, and I was, you know, waiting for another mouthful. And she said, oh, but this is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I said, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> it must have been a nice boost for you. Yes, and well. then it was not long after that, the Jazz Studies was introduced to um, schools mm -hmm. um, so that they've got a wider choice, I suppose. Indeed. Not everybody likes classical music. And they can, don't they? Good heaven. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they can go on then to the jazz departments at the various universities, which are also now very active, aren't they? Yes, yes. These children who've learned these instruments at school and had the experience of playing at something like this. Well, yes. I mean, it's actually quite nice to see. It's sort of like a, a circle because um, the younger bands, like from the junior schools, they come on and play and you see them. And I mean, sometimes the instruments are bigger than they are. <laughs> And you think, oh, look, there's little Johnny there. Oh, he, Behind you know. the tuba. Yeah, yeah, precisely. <laughs> and then the next time you see him, he's playing in the, the senior band at the school. Mm. And then all of a sudden he's playing at UCT Big Band. And the next time we see him, I've asked him if he'd like to play in the alumni Big Band. So it's a, it's a circle and it's nice to see the progression of the young musicians. Just tell me about the alumni big band, just what, how that works. The alumni big band, we normally invite um, musicians who have been taught at UCT College of Music. Mm -hmm. And we invite them to participate in our alumni big band. So we have the likes of Dan Shout, who was a... So these are, these are the big names now, they're, yes, they're the professionals. Yeah, I yes. can remember Dan when he was at Sachs High School, and mm -hmm. he's gone through the mill to get now, and you know you know where he is now. Yes. And Justin Belez, and Kelly Bell, 
mm-hmm. lots who've actually gone through the through the ranks, through the I, mills, so, I suppose. Uh, yes. And um, is that a concert in each of the festivals, the Alumni Big Band? The, the Alumni Big Band, yes. They're playing this year on Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. So they'll finish off the festival on a Saturday evening. And at the risk of treading on dangerous territory, what is the standard like generally, especially of the young? Are they, are they really quite good? They are amazing. Are they really? They are amazing. Are they? You wouldn't think that little ones of age <laughs> 11 upwards can perform could like that. I know. They are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yes. Do they improvise a lot or are they taught to read music as well? Oh, yes, they have to read music. And I think really for a musician to make a living out of music, I think you've got to be able to read music. Absolutely. You can't just... Well, now, here's something that was written for children. Your next choice, um, Anne, Carmen Burana by Carl Orff. Why have you chosen this? I think it was in the late 90s. There was a ballet here at the Artscape with the Royal Birmingham Ballet and they put on a performance with this music and I love the music so much and I love ballet so it was <laughs> the just combination, yeah yes. no it was lovely it was a really beautiful beautiful evening yeah and I love that well there are lots of bits and pieces we can play from it but I think undoubtedly the most famous bit is the opening mm. of Fortuna mm. shall we play yes, that yes that would be lovely thank you
Wow, that exhilarating opening chorus of Carmina Burana by Karl Orff, O Fortuna, which in a stroke of genius he brings back to end the work as well. And that recording was with the German Opera and Chorus in Berlin, conducted by Eugen Jochem, one of the finest recordings, may I say, of this work. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is Anne Barr, who is the director of the Cape Town Big Band Jazz Festival. She's also a board member of SAJE, the South African Jazz Educators. And the festival, incidentally, takes place from the 25th to the 28th of May. That's later this week. And I want to find out a little about you because... Clearly, you're not South African. So you came to Cape Town, didn't you? Did you come with your husband, Dennis? Yeah, we came with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, we came in 1982. Actually, Dennis was my second husband. And we originally arrived in East London. And I was there for four years and we moved to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Beautiful Anne, you've done, you've done so many things because just looking at a list here, you set up things like the Kangaroo Care Room at West Fleur Hospital in Atlantis, the Wall of Remembrance at Rondebosch Police Station, the trauma unit there, and also there's the Jack Siegel Bursary Fund. So you've been involved in all sorts of organizations to raise money and to care for people. Mm, yeah, I like organizing things. And I like organizing things especially for children because I see how lucky my family is. Mm-hmm. with regards to schooling, etc. And I I just like to give back, and I'm quite happy if anybody asks me, can you help me with this? I'm quite happy to help, yes. So to, uh, one of the <coughs> things that struck me here was the wall of remembrance at the Rondebos police mm-hmm. station and the trauma unit. What? How did that come about? Um, well, actually, Dennis was a counsellor at the police station for the, for the trauma unit, um, that was sent up by um, Tony Penso, who was, I don't think he was the captain of the, the police station then, but he, that was one of his ideas. And they had quite a few volunteers there who used to have meetings. And this came up one day that they would like to set up a wall of remembrance. Mm-hmm. And I was belonged to a Lions Club then, so we joined force and we set up uh, the wall of remembrance. We had one of our Lions, she was a prolific artist. You might like to pop in there sometime. And she drew a lovely mural of old Rondebosch on the wall there, you know. In the Rondebosch police station? Mm, in the police station, yes. And then they also coerced a local nursery to assist them with um, the garden, Remembrance mm-hmm. Garden, at the back of the, oh, okay. of the police station. I haven't been there in a while, so I'm not quite sure the state of the garden, but I'm sure it's still looking very nice. Well, I'll nice. go and investigate. Yeah, it's the police please. station closest to me, and yes. I've never ever been okay, there. Okay, so I'll go and have a look. <laughs> you mean you've not been dragged there yet? <laughs> Why do you say yet? <laughs> and the other one, the Kangaroo Care Room at West Fleur Hospital, that also sounds like a very philanthropic thing that to do. That was also with the Lions Club that I was with, um, Kritisku Alliance. And to be honest, I can't even remember now how this gentleman contacted us. He was a doctor at Westfield Hospital, and he asked if we could go and assist them. It's called a kangaroo kids, mm-hmm. and it was actually young babies, premature babies. And we went, he showed us the room that he would like to be turned into a, a nursery, I suppose. So we, a few of us went along, a couple of the lady lions, and a few of the guys, and we went along there with our cans of paint and 
carpets and chairs and things, cots <laughs> and blankets <laughs> and things for babies, and we set up that. Well, that was a long time ago, but that was you very nice. You do keep nice. yourself busy, don't you? There's yes. just one other of all those things. There's one other thing I wanted to ask you about, and that is the pencil box project. Mm. I'm a member of. I mean, I've been a Lions member now for 25 years, which is Lions International, um, which is a worldwide organisation, and I'm a member of Kirsten Bosch Lions, and we do lots of projects. Though I must admit the past two years have been a little bit quiet. We mm. haven't been able to do our hands-on projects. And we presumably like, you haven't been we... able to do the festival either, the jazz festival. No, yeah, that's a, yeah, no, it's very sad. Um, the Pencil Box Project, um, we raise funds so that we can purchase a pencil box with content which are suitable for grade one learners. And we've got 13 schools that we go and donate to the grade one learners. And this year, it, we donated about 1,500 um, pencil boxes. Wow. And, I mean, some of these children, unfortunately, their parents can't provide stationery for them. And, um, you know, even money to go and buy a, a pencil mm. is not high on their list. And the textbooks so. as well, I suppose. So, and those, most of those are provided by the school. Oh, are they? Oh, so, okay. um, but it's mainly and the, the pencil box is consist of crayons and pencils a ruler glue um, an eraser and a pair of scissors and things All but it's, it's just the basic things to start them off at, at school which mm -hmm. is which is nice and the other thing while we're talking about schools and what you do for schools is donating instruments mm-hmm you've been for example to the Athlone Music Academy I see here York Road Primary Steenberg High School, a whole lot of schools you've donated instruments to. Yes. How, how did that work? Where did you get the instruments from? Well, sometimes we have purchased an, an instrument, not a lot of instruments, and we have lots of lovely people out there, if you're listening, who will donate instruments that they no longer use. And mm -hmm. um, we seem to have had quite a few pianos where we find a good home for, and saxophones and trumpets which, you know, we have all of these things serviced to make sure that they're in working order. And then we'll find somebody who, who needs Gosh, and we will pass them on. Good for you. Yes, no, it's good. good. So you. if anybody out there is listening <laughs> and they've got any instruments gathering dust that they don't know what to do with, please give me a shout. And how do they give you a shout? Um, well, they can phone me. Oh, oh. that's a novel <laughs> idea <laughs> these days. Or they can um, send me an email. So give us your email address. Okay. I think that'll be easier. Okay, it's Anne, A-N-N-C for Charlie, B-A-R-R at gmail.com. Bar at gmail.com. Right. right. Now we're going to take another piece of music. A slight change here. At last, Etta James. Tell me about this. Well, at a number of our festivals, um, the Delft Big Band have performed... And this one year that they performed, they had a vocalist. Her name was Adelia Dow, lovely girl. And she um, she sang this song, and I just loved it. Um, I don't know why, but it, it was just the, just the way that she sang it. And I thought, oh, I really love this. So I managed to find the CD. And, um, yeah, it was just this particular one. 
that's, uh, that I like. So. Is this the recording we're going to hear, Adelia Dowell? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we're going to hear Etta James. Uh, Etta James, yes. Okay. Yes, so it's the one of, of Etta James, yeah. But it was really lovely, uh, the way that she sang it and that. It was really nice. was called At Last, Etta James and Another Choice of My Guest on this week's edition of People of Note here on Fine Music Radio. We're talking jazz, really, and Barr, who, as I said before, is a board member of SAJE, the South African Jazz Educators, but she's also the director of the Cape Town Big Band Jazz Festival, which opens this week on the 25th on Wednesday and runs to the 28th. And, and one of the things I want to just look at now is when the um, festival is on, you have various types of concerts. For example, the senior concert. Tell me about the seniors' concert, first of all. Okay. On the Saturday of the festival, we organize a seniors' concert in the morning. 
uh, send an invitation to Lions Clubs and Rotary and various seniors' homes, asking them if they would like some seniors, if they would like to come along under their own steam or if they have transport or whether the service organisations can provide transport for them to come along to a concert. And then we showcase a couple of big bands. Um, this year we've got St Cyprian's um, Jazz Combo. We have got Unisound, which is a collaboration band between Hrutuskia High School and the German school in town. And also um, Steenberg High School Wind Band. So it's not necessarily all big band music. And um, the seniors come along, they love it. And I'm hoping we'll have a good turnout because we haven't done it for two years. So I'm, I'm sure hopefully they that they would like to come along. And Saturday morning is Saturday a good morning, as well. Saturday morning, we have it from 10 o'clock and we provide them with a cup of tea and a biscuit before they travel off home, which is nice. With this feeling of goodwill in those life's going to be fine in their hearts no doubt yes i think so they love it i mean especially when they see all the youngsters play you know mm. i think that's, and that um, vibrancy and enthusiasm yes, that's and right, energy yeah, yes and i'm right in saying that all your concerts of the festival are at the baxter concert hall that's right yes, yes yeah, which is yes. a most wonderful venue it's lovely is it usually full do you get good attendance yes Yes, we do. Really? I'm pleased to say we do, yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes people say to me, wouldn't you like, well, can't you look for a bigger venue and you can take more people in the audience? I said, no, but it, that the concert hall is, it's a nice size and it's actually quite intimate, I think. Mm. For, it's got for an intimacy Yes, it's it, lovely. So um, we'll be staying there as long as they'll have us, so <laughs> that's quite nice. <laughs> and then there's the Cheeser Community Outreach Project. Project. Yes. What is that all about? That is also another concert we put on for disadvantaged children and that again is I've got a number of schools that so I specifically disadvantaged yes, children yes a number of schools that I approach and ask them if they would like um, to come along to a concert and I have a sponsor which is the HCI foundation and they very kindly help towards the funding of buses that we rent purchase rent. Mm, rent. Higher. <laughs> higher for the afternoon <laughs> thank you and we hire them for the afternoon and they bring the children along but we showcase different music groups there we don't do big bands we have different music groups okay. to pay for that and does it go down well with the disadvantaged yes, yes, children yeah they love it they love it you see because a number of them they don't have music at schools mm. so they like to hear the music and they stand <laughs> up and jiggle about and oh, really? have a dance and <laughs> clap and scream and yeah no it's lovely Oh, excellent. Yes, it has. And the other concerts of the of the <coughs> festival for the other days, are they mostly in the evenings or do you have daytime? No, we just do them in the, evenings, the evenings. Yeah, yeah. they start at half past seven. And if you have an international artist or a famous national artist, do they give any sort of master classes or do they just play, basically? No, I invite them to be a member of the Alumni Big Band oh, yes, as, a, as a guest yes. artist, uh -huh. which is nice. The smart band. Yes, and they also like to do workshops. That's the main reason that they like to come. They like to do workshops at schools. Oh, so they go so, round to the schools? Yeah, well, I organise that we, at various schools, and I play chauffeur, and I take them to the schools and we have workshops. We had a nice, very nice one we did at um, Crystal House in Ottery, and at the time Ian Darrington was here on a visit. 
And I said, would you like to go and do a trumpet workshop there? And he says, oh, sure. So off we tootled and um, met by the music teacher. Oh, please come in, open the door. And there must have been seated about 60 youngsters with trumpets. Oh, my goodness. Well, Ian Darrington did a double take and he said, this is the biggest trumpet workshop I've ever done. <laughs> and did it work? Yes, was it, it was fun? great. And the teacher then says, are you in a rush to go? And we said, not really. So those learners went out and the next lot came in. So it was a fantastic, it was a fantastic morning. A bit of a noisy morning. Yes, it was, but it was lovely. It <laughs> yes, was really yes, nice. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's nice for these um, professional musicians to come out and share their expertise. And wonderful for the students as well. Yes. To know that this is an international artist who's yes, teaching me, right, or showing yes. me what to do. That's right, yeah. Let's take another piece of music. And this time, what have you chosen? Well, I like Queen music. I've been to a couple of, not Queen concerts per se, but um, the ones that they put on regarding Queen. And I do really do like the concerts. And um, I was looking through the CD that I had with at the tunes and I thought, oh, OK, let's have Under Pressure, which is what I'm experiencing <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> OK, here's Queen. <laughs> Insanity, love, sun, 
Well, who'd have thought? <laughs> that was Queen and the piece called Under Pressure with David Bowie there, incidentally, I discovered. And that was another choice of my guest, Anne Barr. And we've been talking about the Cape Town Big Band Jazz Festival, which actually runs this week from Wednesday to Saturday, the 25th to 28th of May. And Anne is the one of the, well, she's the director, really. Her husband, Dennis Barr, founded it way back in 1999. And apart from your two-year break, it's been going in a couple of times, you've said it sort of snowballed from there. But what about things like sponsorship? Surely you'd need sponsorship to run uh, a festival such as this. Well, I think it's with most things you you need funding. Mm. And we do have a couple of funders who are very kind to us, but we're always looking for more. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. If anybody feels inclined to um, give me a ring and be a, a partner that would be lovely okay we'll give your uh, email address mm. again at the end but one of the other things i saw and you must be very proud of this in 2012 you received the certificate of recognition from the city of cape town for your service to the community and care and well-being of others in the city of cape town that's a lovely citation and you must be very proud of something like that to be recognized for what you've been doing um, yes, it was actually one of your presenters here at Fire Music Radio, Deneen Sieg. Oh, yes, who, he passed on. He's passed yes, away. Uh, he passed away. A, a very popular of, presenter he yes, was. Yes, he, um, he nominated me for that award, which was very kind of him. Hmm. I was quite embarrassed, but, no, but it was very nice. I think it's important that with the philanthropic work you do, you, you do get recognized like that. I think mm. it's important. And when, for example, now on Saturday, when the big band festival is over, do you heave a sigh of relief and put it all away till or do you immediately start planning for next year <laughs> well it'll be because we've not been able to do it for two years because of covid and mm. um, you know this is quite exciting and it's been quite uh, taxing with various things but yes when it's finished i'll think sigh of relief yes and then just clear up the paperwork and whatever and then we'll start again what I liked about what you said earlier is that you enjoy traveling, spending time with your family, and that you're very fond of classical music and opera. Do you get a chance to sit and listen to classical music and opera? I do at home occasionally, but I, I must admit I prefer going to a, a concert, a performance. And do you see. go from time to time when you can? Yes, when I can. I'm actually going on, I mean, it's not um, an opera, it's classical music. I presume it would be classed as classical music. I'm going to the Baxter for the College of Music students. They're putting on a, yes. a concert, so I'll go there. And I think last month I also went to one of the, it was a wind band, I think. Mm-hmm. It was lovely. And, um, yeah, so brought, I like to go and support those. They've got know. unbelievably talented students yes. there. And, I mean, what you are doing with all these schools and the uh, big band sound is encouraging people, as you said, you spoke about that circle, to possibly consider making a career mm-hmm. in mm. in jazz or in classical music. music. That's right, yeah. It's amazing, some of these, and especially the young opera singers. Mm. Goodness me. We the, really are blessed, aren't we? Yes, we're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. See, the choirs work at school as well. Of course, <laughs> of course. Yes, they need those. They need those. I should give a little <laughs> dig there. Yeah. And it's been great talking to you and all the best for the festival. I hope it's a huge success and you seem very confident that it will be. At the Baxter Theatre, the Baxter Concert Hall, I should say, 
It opens this Wednesday on the 25th of May and closes on Saturday the 28th of May. All sorts of things promised uh, to you if you go along to those. And I see your last here, your last music request. You've insisted on a big band sound. <laughs> and we're going to hear something quite famous, aren't we? Well, I think so. Yes, Glenn Miller in the mood. Well, um, I think we use it as a signature tune somewhere, or we used to. But it's it's a bit of an iconic piece, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's right. And it's been great talking to you. And all the best, all strength to your arm. Thank you so much, Rodney. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs>
People of Note on Fine Music Radio was proudly brought to you by Peter Turin Productions.
If 